Welcome to Beside the Burn for Tuesday the 23rd of May. We're continuing our series in the book of Acts and we're in Acts chapter 1 and looking at the work of the Holy Spirit. The disciples are together in Jerusalem. They are waiting for the Holy Spirit uh, to come upon them. They've been told by Jesus to do that. And as they are waiting, they are praying. And today we're going to read verses 15 16 and 17 of chapter 1. So let's read those verses and let's think about them as we read. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120. So we've already been told that they travelled back to Jerusalem. They were meeting in an upper room and now Peter is standing up. And he is addressing the believers. Now, this is a group of about 120, we are told. And we've got to remember that there are all these little subsets of of groups of people that are following Jesus. There's Jesus himself. There's uh, the three, Peter, James and John. Then there's the 12 apostles. And then there's a group of other believers. Sometimes there's the 72. Here we've got the 120. We're not sure if this is still taking place in the upper room. It might be, but it would have to be quite a considerable size of a room to accommodate 120 people. But these people are the early church. They are the believers who have stuck by Jesus, who have trusted in him and are now gathered together waiting to see what is going to happen, waiting to receive the Holy Spirit. And this is, again, showing us how important the Holy Spirit is to us. That there is a sense that they need the Holy Spirit to be able to carry on, to be able uh, to witness. They can't do these things on their own. So they come together and they encourage one another and they wait together. And that's why coming together for prayer is so important because It encourages us. We encourage one another whenever we pray together. Sometimes praying alone is difficult, but there is no greater blessing in the Christian life than meeting with others who are praying. And praying for one another and praying for the things that concern each other. And Peter here, as they have come together to pray, is now going to address them and is going to talk to them about what has happened. Peter said, Brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as guide for those who arrested Jesus. Now, there's a lot in verse 16 here. First of all, it is concerning Judas. And Judas was the one who guided uh, Jesus' enemies to come and arrest Jesus. Now, this is shocking. This is one of the closest members of uh, this early church. This is one of the most significant members of this early church. And Judas turned on Jesus and not only turned on him, but actually handed him over to be killed. 
So the church is now left without Jesus because he was crucified and now he has risen and ascended. And that's a big deal for a small group to deal with, to to cope with at this time. That one of their own, one that they had spent three years with, has turned away and betrayed them. So Peter is trying to make sense of this for everyone and he makes the point that this had to happen, that the scripture had to be fulfilled. And this scripture that had to be fulfilled isn't just something that was given to them a few days ago, it is something that has been known about for hundreds of years. In fact, Peter claims that the Holy Spirit spoke through David in the Old Testament and specifically through the Psalms and we're going to see later on in the week how Peter quotes from the Psalms to give us information about what has happened to Judas and what is going on with Judas. And this is important because it reminds us that all of scripture is God-breathed. It has come from God. These aren't just stories that are randomly collected together. These are given to us by God. And Peter makes the point that it's the Holy Spirit that has spoken. And it is the Holy Spirit that they are waiting on at this time to come to them. So then verse 17, Peter continues, He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. And this is going to be important as well because Judas is one of the 12, one of the 120, and he shared with them in ministry. And they might all be feeling betrayed and as if what is the point in going on if one of our own can do this to us. But Peter is making the point. Look, this had to happen. This was what Jesus predicted would happen. So We've got to accept it and now we've got to move on and now we've got to make plans for what is ahead. Now, this can happen in all walks of life. Maybe you have been betrayed by somebody. Maybe somebody that you considered a friend has turned on you and that can be such a hurtful experience. Someone that you trusted, someone that you thought was helping you turns out and and turns around and that's hard to get over at times and sadly it can happen in churches so easily and many times Satan can use that to cause division and to cause problems and we've seen it time and time again in churches where people turn on one another. And it's such a sad thing. It obviously can happen outside of churches as well, where we have close friends and and they can turn. And in all of that, we need to remember what God's plan is. We need to remember that God's plan will not be derailed by this. And although it is incredibly hurtful, and although it is hard to get through, we need to trust in the Lord that he will be our strength, that he will be our grace, that he will be with us. So let's pray together. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are our strength. You are the one in whom we place our trust. And even, Lord, when friends uh, turn against us, when friends forsake us, we thank you that you are the friend who never leaves us. You are the one who is always sure and steadfast. And so, Lord, we stand upon you, our rock, and we rely upon you this day. Lord, help us, we pray, to be good friends to others, to be supportive, to share your grace and to help and to build up rather than to pull down and destroy. Lord, we seek your kingdom and your glory and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.